0: This podcast may contain graphic information, crying, uh, swearing, and opinions that cannot be supported or taken lightly. So please don't have any littles in the area. And if you do, that's on you. Thanks. Hi.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the shit show just kidding.
0: It's kind of <laughs> been a shit show, yeah.
1: Welcome to Changing the <laughs> Chances. I'm Alicia. I'm Jesse. And welcome back if you are a repeat listener, which we hope that you are cuz we are only like 18 episodes in. So, I mean, I mean, I'll take all the new ones I can get though, right? New I ones always are, sound new, like I don't want new ones. New ones are good. New I only, do. I want new, new listeners. New ones are good. All the time. Or just too early. I just think that you should start from the beginning. But you can do whatever tickles your fancy. That's fine. Or what my dad says. Whatever floats your boat. I said that once and somebody was like, what are you talking about? Sorry. Anyways. (laughs) Stop looking at you guys. Jeez. Anyways. You and Max both gave me looks. It was crazy. It was ridiculous. Anyways. So today we're, I mean... So it's going to be a loosey-goosey episode. We're just talking about being Piper's parents. Isn't,
0: isn't that what we talk about It is. Every it is. <laughs>
1: it, it's very true. See? Loosey-goosey. What am I saying? <laughs> I have to say, I, I mean, most parents probably experience these feelings, no matter who your child is. It does not apply to every parent, which I am fully aware of. Because I think we've known some people in our life it doesn't apply to. Yeah,
0: some people shouldn't even be called parents but i'm not um, gonna get into that
1: all right because it's a lot that's it's, it's a, a really heavy topic but i have to say as ridiculous as this sounds i i don't think that you can even explain it to people who don't understand the love that you have for another human being having a child
0: what i so just to touch base on that my mom told me when after well after i confirmed her suspicions that you were pregnant cuz she had already figured it out. You're she's not
1: very sly. I really love you, but keeping secrets is not your strong suit.
0: Oh, you're funny.
1: Hmm, just saying. Okay. Well, okay, secrets that you don't want to keep.
0: So anyway, she she told me she's like, "You you think you know love? Like you you love Alicia." She's like, "You, you know, you chose to marry her. You love her deeply." She's like, the moment those twins are born she's like you're going to know a whole different level of love she's like you I I can't even I can't even tell you I can't even describe it she's like because once they're here it it'll change you
1: mhm
0: and nailed it right on the head cuz 100% true i mean from uh, yeah. you know from from the moment you know the storm happened <laughs> no. i mean Anybody that knows me knows that Piper's just got me wrapped around her finger. But that being said, my mom was still right. Like, it's even even if Piper didn't have all of her issues and surgeries and everything, like the love that you feel for your child is just unboundable. Like, it's
1: I don't even know how to describe that feeling,
0: right? Like, it's legitimately like because honestly, I'd kill for you. No problem. No questions asked. For Piper, I would do great and horrible things and not even think about it. Like it's you know okay, guess what? You like you gotta do this, like you you, you have to murder this woman or we're gonna dismember your child. Wow. Guess what? How would you wow. want this how would you want this woman murdered? Like I you mean, tell me That went how, dark how,
1: quickly, oh, but
0: but that's what I'm saying, like that's how dark
1: I know All it I get can it. get. I know.
0: And, I and can understand it just that. there's nothing, nothing that I would not do for Piper, and without hesitation. Like family members, it's nothing oh, is no. off the board. Oh, I
1: agree.
0: Nothing is off the board because it, it just, like I said, I would do great I mean, and horrible things to oh, to for I, anything for her.
1: What's baffling to me because we know it happens all the time is how people don't feel that. Like I, I, as, and let's just be specific. And I don't mean this, this is not negative towards anybody in other circumstances who have kids, but as a woman giving birth to an actual,
0: another living, living human, human being,
1: being, I don't know how you don't feel that.
0: Mom, what blows me away is coming from my background with, you know, my brother and my sister. And
1: it's a very complicated background, A
0: horribly complicated background.
1: Because remember Jesse is adopted. We have said that
0: before. I never understood how a woman could choose essentially a lifestyle of drugs and (laughs) prostitution over three kids. And, you know, I mean, I I am not innocent by any means. I have done my fair share of partying and dipped my toes in some waters I probably shouldn't have, but that's who I am. I have to I had to see what all the hype was about on what was so great about some of these drugs that you would give up your flesh and blood for. And the only one that I didn't mess with was heroin. And that's what she was strung out on. And I've known people that I've been able to talk to that have done it. And it's like, I guess a whole different kind of high or whatever, but they say it like takes over you. So that's the only thing Mm. that I could ever imagine. But it's like, How do you get to that point, though, to where, like, not just one, not just two, but three, three kids, you do that to, like...
1: Yeah, but you also have to think that, one, like you said, that is something you've never done before. So you really have no idea. Yeah, I can't
0: attest to anything.
1: And, you know, two, chances are she got pregnant with all of you guys.
0: Oh, she was hooking. Oh, she was hooking big time. uh, Well... (laughs) She was like.
1: So you know, it, you guys probably weren't planned. is what I'm
0: saying. Um my so, brother uh, and my sister, we don't even know who their dads are and so my birth dad planned. is questionable at okay. best. So, so not yeah,
1: planned. So you know, I mean, there's a lot there. there's or, a, there's a lot or there or but even I'm just saying. like
0: even take that off the board the like as a dad and as a dad of a child with special needs, you know like, dads get a bad rap and we've done it to ourselves. You know, a lot of dads just walk out. Hey, I'm going to grab smokes and road beers legitimately because I ain't fucking coming back. Like,
1: mm. well, that's I can't also, imagine... I can't. women walk out too.
0: It's true. And don't get me wrong. I've had my days where I've been at my wits end where I do just want to drive and drive to the coast and drive the car straight off the coast into the ocean. Like, I...
1: I mean, I don't ever want... You to do that, but um, I would never.
0: But that's the thing, though. There's no way I could ever.
1: I mean, but if not you, be if there you for want her. To leave,
0: you know. I'm not. I'm not no, keeping you. Here. I know you're not. And that's the thing is, it's like even you and I have talked about it. It's like even if you and I weren't to work out, there's no way I couldn't be a part of her life. Like there, it no. And I, I and that's you know, for me, I can't fathom not being in her life. So. It, it just blows me away how, like, yeah, you know, some of these and moms and dads. are
1: extreme.
0: They are. Very They're extreme.
1: They are very extreme. Which I get. I I 100% get. Like.
0: But it does. It's it's weird how people can just walk away from it.
1: I uh, have a friend. And I don't know if she listens to this podcast. And I hope she doesn't hate me for talking about her. Oh, but anyways.
0: This is all on you. Um, I played the fifth. Covering my n- butt now.
1: Her and her husband. I. And I could have the story wrong. I believe they tried to have kids early on in their marriage and it didn't work out. And so then she decided she was happy not having kids. She was very happy not having kids. Um, and her husband was kind of like, I want kids. And she was like, never. So let's never talk about it again. Ended up getting pregnant because this is, this is the will of whatever power. <laughs> was not thrilled because she had decided that this was not the path she was going to take was not the whole entire time the whole entire time she was pregnant it was I, just so I i not think
0: i know many. who you're talking about and i remember her not being
1: but again, thrilled about but it again, at all the second that, oh, that the second child came into was, the world oh yeah
0: as soon as he was born
1: it changes everything
0: she like yeah. you saw it in her like Guess she what? changed
1: she has she, multiple kids yeah, now
0: yeah, yeah i'm like isn't because- she on three now number three or something i
1: mean i was trying to leave the number out but yeah she's on three now well sorry which is fine that's great i think that's wonderful oh for no if there's
0: 100 but
1: again it just i don't i don't know how is, you don't motherhood has
0: suited her because it just as you, you could see it in her after well seeing how like unnerving she was i guess. i i don't know the word like, during the pregnancy, like, she wasn't, like, you know, some moms are excited and happy and joyful and whatever. And she was just kind of like, this is not necessarily what I wanted. But then when he was here, like, she just, she lit up and she became a mom. And now she does. She has multiple kids.
1: Yep. You know, it's what was meant for her, I guess. And they're happy, which is fantastic. And
0: well, and that's, I don't know, in my opinion. I feel like that's how it should be like your, oh, yeah. your I kids. Just, I
1: don't know how you just don't feel that, like, yeah. you know, me, even people from my past are like, I never saw you having kids. Cause that's not who I am. I'm still not that person. <laughs> like, let's just be honest. Oh, one hundred percent. You, you college, are
0: motherly to Piper and that is it. Like
1: 100%. I do not have built in maternal instincts, whatever. I, I come not. inside
0: bleeding, and you're like, Are you going to clean that up or do you want me to help you?
1: Not that bad. You have come in bleeding before. You and you asked me. And then it made me panic every time you left the house. So mm. come on, give me more <laughs> credit than that. Jeez, you make me sound heartless.
0: Oh, no. Maybe not heartless. Just.
1: Lord. But yes, there are some things I expect of you as a grown man to just handle. I don't want to do it for you. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway, so I think that is the biggest thing, that feeling that I can't even begin to explain because you just can't unless well, you live it. That's oh. what
0: made it so hard when she was having, like, all of her surgeries in the beginning and having all of her issues because it's like we were just stuck on the sidelines, you know? And as a dad, and I'm sure there's a lot of dads that feel this way, as a dad, we're we're protectors, we're guardians, we're providers. And fixers. And fixers. And, and fixers. fixers. And when you can't do any of those things or you feel like you can't do any of those things and that everything is completely and totally out of control and chaos. Like it, Oh man, it's rough. I mean, every, Uh, every little time, like even just this last little stint that she had in the hospital, you know, like with her orbital cellulitis and stuff, it, it, I can't fix that. I can't protect her. I can't save her. I, you know what I mean? Like, but, we can take her and get her the care that she needs. And Which that's
1: thank goodness for that.
0: Because and, and and that's the way I've kind of started to try and tell myself to look at it is it's like I'm doing what I can because she can't. You know, like mm-hmm. we we still are I'm still her guardian. I'm still her protector because just
1: in a different in way, a way than different, you imagine? Yeah.
0: In a different way than I ever imagined.
1: Well, and I also think that's something else that's super terrible and you know, amazing being a parent, stupid kids, <laughs> is you do. All you want to do is like protect them and save them and do all these things for them. And you can't. Like mm-hmm. there are just that's so many things shit. in life that you just have no control over. There's nothing you can do about and it. And that's
0: the punch in the teeth right there is because like that's another thing that my mom used to tell me. Because I was a bastard. I was. I was a shit head. And she, she used to tell me, she's like, one of these days you're going to have kids and this can come back and bite you in the ass because you're going to know exactly how I feel right now. Like you don't realize how much you scared me because you didn't tell me where you were going and I couldn't find you and I didn't know where you were at. And I thought something horrible happened. And she's like, one of these right? days, one of these days. And now, you know, like, especially if you guys are up in the hospital, if we FaceTime or something like just the look on your face can do that to me because it's like <laughs> we're facetiming and obviously the look on your face is telling me something is not good and it it is it, it's it, there's nothing you can do about it nothing and my mom's like you know like you you one of these days you're going to know and i i hear her a little more often than i'd like thanks mom in the back <laughs> of my head you know and it's like uh, and it's funny that the little memory of, like, the conversation her and I had when I was a kid will just randomly pop up in, like, an event or something that's going on with Piper, and I'll just hear it in the back of my head, and I'm just like, ah, oh, shut the...
1: you oh. <laughs> like, I hate it when you're right. Right?
0: Like, I do. I. The so thing
1: right. is, and I cannot speak from, like, what I'm saying is, is I don't think that, that fear, that love, that connection, that, it goes away. Like, guess what? I'm 35 and I am pretty sure my parents are worried about me every damn day. <laughs> like, I don't think that has changed.
0: No, no, I, I, I don't think it is at all because my mom tells me the same thing. She's like, you know, you're my oldest and I so worry about you. I, I worry about you. I worry about Piper. I worry about, you know, you, your family that you've made. And she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm so proud of you. She's like, but I still worry about you. Right. She's like, I know that you're capable and things like that, but you're my son. I still worry about you.
1: Yeah. I don't think it goes away.
0: No, not even a little bit. And for me, my only emotion that was ever overwhelming was anger.
1: Yeah, but that's normal for you. Well, no, I don't, that's, I no, don't no, no, that no. In Can a mean way. Can yes. Yes. Sorry. Sorry.
0: So all I ever felt as far as overwhelming feelings was anger. Oh. Okay. Until the twins. And then all these mm-hmm. other. Feelings, and it's like very over. Like, well, when I met you, I felt love.
1: God, I hope so. Because if I'm invoking anger, something is wrong here. <laughs> I mean, no. I know I'm a pain in the ass, but jeez.
0: <laughs> no, it, but it's like my mom had said. You know, like you think you know love now? Just wait until, <laughs> wait until these kids are born. And it's true. Still, still to this day, it's true. But. I, you know, I never thought when I was a kid that I'd ever experience any feeling other than anger Mm. that would be completely and totally overwhelming. And like, just like right now, she's over here playing and having a good old time and laughing. And it just makes my heart smile, like big old smiles and And this is why we let her come down and hang out in the
1: podcast, because apparently she makes everybody else smile. So, Mm -hmm. you know, give the people what they want. Piper. Everybody wants Piper. I got it. She is an amazing human being, so I don't really blame you.
0: We're just the entourage, honey.
1: I know. I know. She brings so much joy into this world.
0: She does. And anyone that's ever, like, met her and been in the vicinity, when she is, like, in this kind of attitude, happy...
1: You mean when she decides to, like, interact Mm -hmm. and, like, show her personality? Yeah, when she
0: decides to show her personality and be vocal and all that, like... She touches people's lives. Mm -hmm. Bottom line. And she does. Like, you can't not not be happy when she's laughing and having a good time. Like, it just, I can can be in a fucking pissy mood from such a crappy day. And she just starts laughing and having a good old time. And it just brings a smirk to my face because she's that happy. Mm -hmm. She just brings that light and joy.
1: She does. The best. I I just, you know, the best human being ever. And that's what I tell her all Mm -hmm. the time. I don't care if I'm giving her a complex. She is the best human being ever. Can't help it.
0: I guess it's better than, you know, some kind of other complex.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, along with all these tremendously overwhelming feelings that children bring, I think that fear is one of them on every level. Again, for fear that you can't control life. You cannot control life. You can't stop them from getting heartbreaks. You can't stop them from people being mean. You can't like You can't you just, stop them you from
0: falling down and getting hurt.
1: You cannot control these things. No. And unfortunately for us, love and fear are very high on the list.
0: That's like yin and yang.
1: At least for me, they are very high on the list when it comes to paper.
0: Pretty much the two major <laughs> the two major emotions. <laughs>
1: She makes me feel everything. In case you haven't caught on on this podcast, <laughs> everything, and that doesn't change with her. You know, we have lots of fears with her. Expect, you know, and I, I'm not gonna say we have different fears from her, but I think we experience not typical fears on a more regular basis with her. Does that I make think sense?
0: So. I don't want this to sound dark, but it's going to have to go dark.
1: Well, We are talking about fear. So, so it's probably bigger than me. A lot
0: of parents I don't think think about their child dying on a regular basis.
1: Agreed, which is kind of what I was saying without saying it cuz trying to keep my emotions
0: I know. Under You're, control. Yep. Mhm. I can <laughs> see it. It's all over your face. A lot of parents don't have to think about that on a regular basis, you know. Usually it's doesn't come into mind until shit. Where's my kid? I'm at the grocery store. I can't find my kid. Oh my god! Somebody took him. Someone's killed him. The, you know, something like that. Or right, when dude, they get that's
1: very valid. I have or that when fear they all get the time. older,
0: and you know, like high schoolish, and they're going out with friends, and you know that they're going to be around partying and drinking and mm-hmm. drugs and stuff Maybe like that, making
1: not great choices. Yeah,
0: you know. So you're afraid, like you know, you get a phone call late at night. And, oh my god! What, what's happened with my kid? See for piper i feel like we experience that we might lose her on a much regular more like much more on a regular basis than i would say a typical family like you know because it's not just you and i Mm -hmm. it's your parents it's Mm -hmm. my mom it's your brothers and and brooke and ellie like every that would affect everyone just like losing caleb affected everyone and When she goes into the hospital and she's doing rough and having a hard time and struggling and stuff like, that's a legitimate fear that we think about on a regular basis, and that's what's so scary is because she's already fighting with so much. Like you know, she's got short gut and she's got her shunt and you know, like her her cerebral palsy and stuff like that and everything. But you know, she gets these serious infections and she can't tell us I have a headache or my eye hurts or my nose hurts or my belly hurts anything like, so we have to try and be as observant as we can. And sometimes unfortunately it, it takes a little bit of time and, The only way I can say it is that she's the one that ends up suffering because we're trying to figure it out. And then it gets to the point to where it's like so bad. We have to take her into the hospital because now we can physically see something's wrong because it's progressed and gotten that worse, you know, like, and like, just with this last stay, you know, like this orbital cellulitis, it's very close to the brain, (laughs) like, yeah Yeah, and you gotta it's an infection it's an aggressive seriously aggressive infection and
1: clearly because we are still on it
0: yeah we're still fighting it she's still on a pick line with these hardcore antibiotics and it it, you know she looks Mm -hmm. great now but there for a while she looked pretty rough and you know we we gotta worry about infection and it's like even right now with her pick line her life is literally in our hands we screw up we can kill her
1: uh, yes, which is terrifying. It
0: is. Because, you know, you, you put air in this line, this line goes sh- pretty much straight to her heart. You can't get I mean, air into I mean, your heart. It's luckily, not good.
1: Luckily, <laughs> with modern medicine, there are lots of ways to help prevent that. It's I mean, you would have to avidly probably try. You'd drive. really have to, like, try. But. Um, but yes. But yeah, it's a fear. And you have to be aware of that. And yes, losing her is huge. Just on the list every day. <laughs> But yes, anyways, intense feelings, love, fear. They are all very much here all the time. (laughs) You know, especially, you know, like you said, Piper, she's really unpredictable. We've been in the hospital where she's been non-responsive a couple of times. It's never the words you want to hear because you never know what's going to follow. And it's very hard. As we told you in the last episode, she became non-responsive and went in the ICU. And I was by myself. And this is like, I don't know, nine o'clock at night, eight o'clock at night. I don't know. And my mom's trying to call me because she wanted to talk to Piper. And I called her back and had a complete come apart, as you can imagine. Because if any of you have listened, that's what I do. I fall apart. It's fine. <laughs> but, you know, what do you do? I'm freaking out on the inside. and by myself, given hospital rules, because that's a thing. There's nothing she can do. There's nothing you could do. Me and Jesse did try to talk, and he's like, "I can't talk to you because you were crying way too much." <laughs> Call me back later.
0: Well, I wanted to talk to you, but you you just you couldn't because you you just couldn't keep it together long enough to even make a word. Like it's like, okay, you you get that under control, and then we can talk. Like I just
1: love and fear. They yeah, just I, live you I know, I know. So I mean, that is a thing for us. It's what we experience.
0: And I think what's hard for us, too, is like, you know, a lot of people don't know that or understand that. So it's like the empathy's kind of gone to where it's like, yeah, OK, we get it. Something's wrong with your kid. And it's like, no, no, you don't get it. Like your kid gets up, goes to the bathroom on their own, gets themselves ready, goes to school like they have these normal, typical lives and. You just don't you you take it for granted because you, you don't it hasn't touched you the way it's touched us so you don't get it and you don't understand it which is fine I don't expect people to I don't need people's sympathy or whatever it's just a little understanding like you know, like my like my last job when Piper was born anytime I used any kind of FMLA or anything or whatever when I came back to work like. I got the shaft. Legitly, it was like, well, you took a day off, so here, you do everything. It's like, you motherfuckers don't get it. Yeah. I was in an ER. I was in a hospital. Worried if my kid was going to make it because she had a seizure and she stopped breathing and she turned blue. And now you motherfuckers are going to give me the shift because I was having a family emergency I was taking care of. like, But that's the thing, though, is people, it doesn't affect their lives. Yep. So there is no empathy, and they just don't get it.
1: That is a thing.
0: But, you know, it's part of one of the things we've learned is just to this pretty is much just... Yeah, this I'm is like, our life. yeah, this is our life. This is the hand we were dealt, and we just gotta play it, but also, it's like, fuck them all. Like...
1: <laughs> uh Yes, I think the uh, big one that having Piper has taught me is definitely, like, boundary setting. And I know that doesn't sound like I don't know, for anybody who knows me probably doesn't think that's an issue, because I'm kind of mean. <laughs> uh, I don't know how else to say. Anyway, she's taught me how to set up boundaries. I'm very good at it now. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're family, I don't care if you're friends, I don't care if you're a stranger anymore. I'm very good at, like, saying no, or this is not okay, or this is what we need, or whatever the case may be. I've gotten really good at that because she has taught me that she is the most important human being in the world to me so
0: same for me she's taught me patience anybody that knew me pre piper <laughs> like i even now like the, very, the 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 limited and little patience that i have is thanks to piper because you know piper does things on piper time and oh yeah it, it's all the
1: just just the waiting
0: in the er's or the laying in bed listening to her breathe when she first came home because she had a rhythm and i tried to match her rhythm and just like little things and yeah i patience she's she's taught me a great deal
1: Oh, yeah, because there's not anything else you can do with her. Mm-hmm. 90% of the things you just can't control. But I but I think
0: it's also a catch-22 because with adults, I look at them and I'm like, you're fucking stupid.
1: You're an adult. You should know, right? Yeah. Like, see? Do you know? See? Now you and know then I how think, I think Because
0: then I do. I think about it and it's <laughs> you're like.
1: You're an adult. You should just handle it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no i get it yes patience is a big one though because yeah right when you sit around in hospital rooms for multiple 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 times
0: well i've never had it even when i was a kid like i want something i want it now
1: uh you still don't have it uh yes you have gotten better oh i know that's what i'm saying i've gotten better you are patient with piper you are patient with me that's about pretty the list. Much, pretty much it yep. you're not even patient with yourself so
0: i am the worst with myself i have no patience for myself whatsoever if i don't I get oh it's yeah so, there's times yeah. i wish i could make a carbon copy of myself and kick my own ass I <laughs> or I, or literally just have a liar liar moment dude what are you doing i'm kicking my ass do you mind
1: i love that movie it's great. We weren't going to make it through a podcast without referencing a movie because that's what we do.
0: But no, the, the biggest thing for me is just been patient because, I mean, in, in all aspects, even like right now with her, her pick line, mm-hmm. you have to go slow and you have to be patient and you, you have to make sure that you're paying attention. Like you have to be, yeah. you, you just have to.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good one. You know, side effect, as for us, that uh, doesn't pertain to all parents, is we have learned so much medical crap.
0: Oh, my God.
1: So much medical crap, which you never think about as a parent, because why would you? That's what doctors are for. Nah. (laughs) No, we've learned so much medical crap. It's ridiculous. Which is fine. I'm happy to learn it. You know, people make the joke, when are you going to become a nurse? Never. I'm never going to become a nurse. Because... You want to know why I only want to take care of Piper? Not that not everybody else's kids are worth taking care of; they are worth taking care of. But I don't want to do it because it is way too much pressure in my hands.
0: <laughs> not I only that, you get can't. attached.
1: I am yes.
0: You would break I, down and ball every I single day. At would
1: work. cry every day, probably. And you would. L- well, I mean, unless it was not a good probably. day, there's probably. Well, you know. I mean, you know, there are good days.
0: There are good days, but then you would probably cry because you'd be like, "Honey, this child." Did this today i can't oh, tell yeah, you their gosh. name and i can't tell you anything because of HIPAA laws but this child accomplished this today and
1: uh yeah you're right you, I probably you, would. Would, you would
0: you would cry every single day
1: hey upside i wouldn't be crying because of piper and i wouldn't be crying because of anything you did so i mean uh, something right i guess <laughs> but yes no that's way too much pressure i'm good i just only i focusing on my own child who is enough for me is enough for me i can't
0: no the best is when we're at the hospital and the nurses are talking like nurse lingo and either one of us hop in and we can just and they'll just kind of look at us like oh it's so, like yeah this is not our first rodeo yeah well, we can read the monitors we kind of have a pretty good idea what you guys are talking about <laughs> like, well, as long as you're talking about my kid yeah you know, yeah about, but, but you know yeah they start talking about markers and You know, O2 stats and everything, this, that, and the other. And it's Uh like, so what are we going to do with that, guys? What are you you thinking? Because, you know, like, oh.
1: Well, and then you start to learn, like, just like any parent with their kid, you know. You know your kid. You do. You live with them. You're with them every day.
0: I don't give a shit what doctor has, however many fucking MDs in the world, a parent knows their kid better. Well,
1: yeah. And they're very nice. Like, we've never. That's not true. Not most of the time. They are very conscious and go, You're with them all the time. You need to tell me.
0: And this is true. They're they they they're very good about that. Like, you uh, know, hey, mom, dad, is this baseline for her? Like, yeah. you know her best. Does this look normal? And usually it's like, Fuck no, this isn't normal. <laughs> Fuck no, this isn't normal. This is so fucking off the rails right now. It's not even funny.
1: Um, but it's crazy. So, like, I've learned with this last visit that, you know, she's older because she's seven. Uh, God, she's going to be eight this year. I know. Oh it's crazy i don't know where eight years went i could
0: be eight in two months
1: no freaking clue but it's like <laughs>
0: holy shit that just hit me like a ton of bricks like holy in two months because oh my god
1: now you maybe lose like my train of thought i'm, I'm, I'm sorry were, like, you're oh no but like something else is like learning things that maybe typical parents don't learn like i am learning that uh, again, you know, Piper has been through a lot in her life, so she takes usually two doses of antibiotics before she can get over anything that's serious, serious, yeah, or semi-serious. Well, usually, um, yep. it takes two. She's rounds. starting to create another pattern that when she gets really sick, that her uh, her immune system becomes very compromised, and then that's something we have to watch. We are seeing this as a pattern now. Yeah,
0: because right now, just like the last time she got super sick. Her um
1: white blood cell, white count, blood cell
0: count is, is below
1: dip, normal. Below normal and we can't get it to come back up.
0: Average is fifteen hundred or normal is fifteen hundred, mm-hmm. and Piper's been pretty much well below that for a little while now.
1: So we you know, but this has happened before, see, great now we're creating patterns and they're it's not crazy always good patterns, to, but it's just crazy to know these things like mm-hmm. when doctors and nurses ask you what's regular heart rate people don't know that I now know that like uh. for Piper I can now answer that question like what? well yeah uh. because
0: it's like if her heart rate's dipping down below you know into the 70s and stuff it's like well what, what? are you
1: talking about 70s is fine
0: well yeah but that like, usually what? means that she's like sleeping she's out no
1: not even at all
0: oh now
1: daddy doesn't know (laughs) uh yeah when she's like in her 60s yeah which is a good heart rate for adults for kids it's pretty low sleeping's fine but yeah it's it's she very she's in deep sleep yeah so it's just crazy the things you learn and what she's taught us are things i never thought i would know and again you know she had a tube, which means you feed her through a tube that goes into her stomach. It's not really, it's not scary, but we've had to it learn it. Be. It can be. You know, that's something we've had to learn.
0: Yeah, we've we've got medical equipment in the house. We've got oxygen oh, equipment in the man. house. We've, you know, yeah. it's just, just like, little things that we've learned along the way. Exactly, like, because now it's just a part of our life.
1: It is. Sometimes I forget. Sometimes I'll say words and people look at me and I'm like, Sorry, I this, uh-huh. this is just how I talk, cause or even when somebody's like, What equipment do you have in the house? I'm like, I don't like what are you talking about? What like like I don't know what you're talking about. Because it's normal. For me, it's so normal that I don't even I'm like, it's just not normal. Which sounds ridiculous, I know, but she has like a list of equipment and I forget half of it most of the time because I don't see it as anything other than something Piper uses every day. I don't know. It's just normal. (laughs) It's so
0: weird. Same with therapy. Physical therapy. Occupational therapy.
1: Uh, yeah. You know,
0: all that stuff. Like, a lot of parents don't deal with that.
1: It's just crazy. I didn't even know what half of those things stood for. Yeah. Until she started going to therapy. Because, you know, I don't know. Fun things. What do you always say, like, parents are like... The original inventor. Yeah. Or what is that what you say? No. Nope.
0: Parents are the original inventors because your kid needs something and it's not out there on the market. You get creative as shit to figure it out.
1: Well, i true. Very true. But even nowadays, because now we have the internet, you know, the internet. Just the parents who build crap for their kids. Oh, it, it's amazing. I
0: saw a guy on YouTube. He built a wooden, a full wooden Bugatti. His little boy, like like the Barbie, like Hot Wheel things that you're, yeah. Power wheels.
1: Power Power wheels.
0: wheels. There it is. Power wheels. He built his son out of wood, like full on Bugatti, like rims, axles, doors, mirrors, everything out of wood. And it's like, are you shitting me right now? But it just confirms my statement parents are the og inventors
1: well i mean that's not really inventing the bugatti was already made no no, no no yes no, he, he did take the time to miniaturize it into a power wheels for a uh, child which is way more work than i am willing to put in let me just be honest
0: but i'm pretty sure like the motorized wheelchairs came from Probably a parent or someone
1: who needed one, who needed one, right? Or
0: the ones like nowadays that will lift and stand an individual. They they'll go they're from a sitting kind of position so cool. to a standing position. Yeah, like, they're
1: called sit stand mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and they're very cool. They're awesome. Or the ones that have got like fucking mud tires that you can take out on the range or to the farm. I and, have
1: seen one. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you can, yeah dude. It looks like a four wheel. Yeah, it looks like I'd a four wheel. Husband made for his wife, actually. I think. Are the ones that people have made for the beach, yep. so that people that who are in wheelchairs can enjoy the beach. Enjoy because the beach. you know what, they want to enjoy the beach too.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like the one that I saw, they, it's got like rugged tires, so that you can go like mm-hmm. for hikes yeah. and, like up in the mountains and stuff. Yeah, and, I
1: saw one that a husband made for his wife. That's awesome because she was in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. and they used to be hikers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yep. so cool. Okay, we've never done anything that extravagant in our lives yet for Piper. Yeah, uh but we have done things to help um, her in her life.
0: Yeah, and you—you've de- that's you—you you take credit for that because that's—I <laughs> <you>.
1: that's, <laughs> have never done anything like build a Bugatti. Uh,
0: no, but like you no, know, so like her, okay, so
1: first thing, one of the first things I made for Piper. Oh well, one of the like first her things,
0: magnet board with like all of her farm animals and letters that we would. Spell I didn't her. make that. Eh, nah, you... No, Brooke made it.
1: Mm-mm, my mom made it for Ellie. Oh, yeah. My mom made it for Ellie, and it got passed down back to me. And, and the you, only thing I did was paint it so that it wasn't colorful, because... Oh, because of her contrast. Whole, she needs yeah, the contrast. Piper right. needs the contrast, and she can not focus if things are too busy, so I just ended up painting it all black. But I also made her, like, a, it, like a, account, a counting board, which the purpose of it was... She has a stander, which we've talked about and you've seen her a picture of. Okay, well, children, usually, so at this point she was two, don't really understand the concept of time, stuff like that. And she did not enjoy her stander. So we were trying to visually show her a way that time was getting smaller. It didn't matter that she didn't understand what the numbers meant, but I made her a giant black thing that held colorful numbers on it. So if we were going to stand there for 10 minutes, I could take down a number every minute so she could understand the concept that things were disappearing and getting smaller and closer to the time when she would be done
0: and then when the numbers were out she got to come out yep and she's very smart she caught on to that very quickly
1: so i mean like i did something like that um i made her a schedule board it's just out of black poster board
0: i think yeah
1: yeah and i just took pictures of everyday routine stuff and i stuck it on the board where it went and we talked about it as the day went on and we did that so she could visually see what we were doing that's actually never been an issue for her though she's pretty good if you just verbally tell her she's
0: she's pretty good
1: what's happening yeah she doesn't really need to know and we're on a pretty good schedule that um
0: and the her like hammock swing Oh, man. a big hammock swing in the house. Like I'm
1: very proud of that. I did my, not do that all on my own. No, but,
0: no you got help from your, from your dad. But the brother.
1: idea was mine, and I'm very proud of that.
0: We brainstormed. I was a part of that also.
1: Uh, you're always a part of it, honey. Always.
0: But no, that was great because we took a swing, added a motor to it so that it would essentially rock Piper because baby swings only go up to like 30 pounds or something like that and
1: yeah i think we found one that went up to 40 and she ended and up
0: burning that one out after the motor out because you know,
1: she just got too big and she loves to swing. Yeah, swing she loves it swing. loves it and it's great we got a swing outside that we can push her on no big deal but we wanted something in the, in the house
0: yeah. well and then in the winter time when like right now it's i got up to go to work this morning and it was 16 degrees yeah Like nobody wants to go outside and swing in that shit. No, it's
1: awful. It's horrible, but she loves it. Literally a hammock chair swing that's made for outside,
0: and it's attached to a big giant.
1: Yeah. So if you buy the stand that it can hang on in the house, and I just bought an automatic hammock swing arm. They make them. They're automatic, and my dad and my brother welded it. Onto the top of this stand. To
0: the frame, yeah.
1: So that we just turn it on and it swings her. It's amazing.
0: It's great. She loves it.
1: I, I, I'm I very proud of it. I'm very proud of it. We'll definitely post a picture of that because I'm very proud of it.
0: But it'll hold up to 250 pounds. Yeah. But the swing will only swing up to, I think, like a 100.
1: Or, oh, uh, or, the automatic um, swing yeah. thing. Yeah. Is definitely... No, like the, the
0: frame in the hammock will hold like 250, yeah. 300 pounds. But the motor will only move. I think it's like 100 or 150 pounds, which more than likely, I can almost guarantee Piper will never reach.
1: Like, she's only 50 pounds. She's good Yeah, no.
0: I'm like, probably at her heaviest, she'll probably be 80, 90 pounds soaking wet.
1: So, as a baby, there was this weird thing, and we didn't invent this. This isn't a thing, but so when we moved her from her bassinet bassinet to her crib, she was having trouble sleeping we couldn't figure out why which we all know sleep's an issue for her but i did talk to her pt physical therapist sorry for those of you don't know
0: it always looked like she was terrified too and we couldn't figure it out why
1: yeah and they said well because she went from a space where she could pretty much touch every side it's very enclosed and very small so you because you know she doesn't she has vision problems she can't really see and then you turn off a light she can't see anything and we put her in a crib where she felt kind of I do not say like in midair, but kind of. She was just in open Oh, Because well, she space. was so
0: tiny, and her crib was a normal crib, but she was so tiny. And then putting her like in the center of it, she couldn't feel anything. Yeah. And then she was struggling to even roll over, so she couldn't even roll over and like feel something. So she mm-hmm. was just laying there freaking out, like free yeah. falling.
1: So they are like, well, you should hang blankets off the side. So we basically hung blankets off all the sides of her crib for years she was out of a crib, uh, to
0: give her more of an enclosed. So it
1: felt enclosed. Guess what? It worked. worked. It's crazy. The things you don't think about when you don't have to. Oh, I have to say, in the last seven years, I've learned a lot. Some of it I didn't want to learn. That's fine. We're here. I will learn anything else she wants me to. But oh, at she, this point, uh, she's already. <laughs> she's made me feel every freaking feeling under the sun. Being a parent is really, really hard. It's very rewarding. I wouldn't change it for the world, but damn. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> Some days. It's really hard. And that's okay. Because she's worth all of it. Uh. You know you are.
0: Yeah. We're wrapping up, kiddo.
1: We are right now. I mean, that's just the list. We could probably go on forever about just everything. And people can probably... <laughs> Relate, cause it's funny.
0: Sometimes she's taught me patience, but when she's done, she's like her old man. She's fucking done.
1: Ugh, picking up <laughs> those bad habits. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening to us about our Off in learning the field to, and tippy to parents. Lucy Goosey. Oh.
0: From what Alicia says, that yeah, was very Lucy Lucy, you know, growing up, Lucy Goosey meant something totally different for me. Ugh,
1: let's just not.
0: But okay. Anyway,
1: we'll talk to you guys next week.
0: Thanks for coming back. Bye.